Hi, welcome to Bisexual Real Talk. My name is Alex Anders and I am a best-selling bisexual romance author. Bisexual Real Talk is a show where each week I talk about the latest developments, studies, and strides made by the bisexual community. Sometimes I'll talk about what's going right, other times I'll talk about what's going wrong. But always you'll feel empowered and like you found the place where you belong. And if this podcast ever sounds like a YouTube channel, that's because it is. You can always check out Bisexual Real Talk on YouTube and join the conversation in the comments section there. Until then, welcome to Bisexual Real Talk, and let's talk about bisexuality. Hi, I'm Alex Anders, and this is Bisexual Real Talk. What if your interest in men and women flipped back and forth to such an extreme that you couldn't be in a relationship with either of them? That is what I'm going to be talking about today, right after I make two quick announcements, first of which is the chapters for each of, for this video um, is in the description if you're watching this on YouTube. And number two is you can now have a one-on-one -on -one conversation with me using Patreon. Uh, Patreon is a service where uh, people like you can support creators like myself. And if you do, you get rewards for uh, as a thank you for the support. And one of them is a one-on-one -on -one conversation with me where we can talk about anything you'd like, whether it be you know about your bisexuality, but maybe it's about coming out, maybe it's about issues you're dealing with in your life right now. Um, but please check it out. Uh, Patreon support is actually why I continue to make videos. So thank you for all of my supporters on Patreon. And if you'd like to be a supporter, please go and check that out. Now, let's get to this email. The email reads, I have enjoyed listening to your podcast and watching your videos for a while. And I thank you for your offerings to the, these to the world. My question is about sexual fluidity which is frustrating and confusing the hell out of me. Not necessarily the concept, but how it seems to manifest in my life. I am a man, a man, and it seems that my sexual preferences are tied to my emotional well-being. When I am in a good space, I tend to mostly, if not exclusively, desire women. When I'm dealing with stress or depression, my desires swing to mostly, if not exclusively, men. Frustratingly, the degree to which I swing has seemed to increase as I have aged. And living alone during the pandemic, these swings have occurred within weeks of each other. A few weeks ago, I was highly stressed and internally, I was feeling that my desire for men was so strong that I was reaching out to others to find out how to go through the coming out process to become an openly gay man. Now, this week, I am so much less stressed and some good things happening have happened in my life and I find myself desiring women again. I can accept sexual fluidity, but I feel that there is something else going on with me than just my sexuality. Unfortunately, I cannot seem to find any information beyond some things peddled by the ex-gay crowd. I am fine if I'm truly gay, but in denial or bisexual and fluid. But my swings are not healthy for me, nor for any of my past or future lovers. My last three relationships with women ended with me thinking I was gay, even though every bit of the beginning 
and much of the relationship I had clear desires for them. Looking back on it, I realized that there were some challenges in those relationships that had crept up that were not, addre that were not addressed and my increasing same-sex desires seemed to be one way that my body was figuring out how to escape. I have not been in a long-term relationship with a man, but have a few that were more than just friends. I don't think it's fair to them that they are the ones I go to when I'm feeling stressed, only to reject them when everything is rosy. I hope this question makes sense. Surely there are others that go through this. Thank you, M. Well, M, yes, that is a, a very, very unfortunate uh, situation to be going in. And I have to say, more than a sexual fluidity issue or anything like that, what you're dealing with is a stress issue because the situation is, it's kind of like how um, if a person is eating healthy, they will go along, they'll continue to eat healthy, they'll eat healthy until they hit that stressed day, in which case they just don't have the will or desire to be healthy anymore. They just want to go into the kitchen, get that pint of ice cream from the fridge, sit on the couch and just have it for dinner. And the next day, once they're feeling better, whatever they've gotten over their situation, they might go, you know what? No, I really, I'm not interested in ice cream. I just, I'm not, I'm just over it. I'm over ice cream. I wanna just, just have the, a salad for dinner, something healthy, something light, and it's just what it is. That is the equivalent of what you're doing. And I'm not saying that being with men is an unhealthy thing. Obviously, I'm not. I'm saying that this is the way you're using in your life. You're using it the same way that a person who is eating healthy chooses to have ice cream or a person who has been consistently working out suddenly has a bad day and just can't get themselves to go to the gym. You're looking for something to, uh, of, whereas I usually say it's all about the dopamine, it's all about the dopamine, all about the dopamine, it's all about distraction. What you're looking for is to replenish your depleted endorphins. And the idea of being with a man, not the idea, but the actual physical touch of being with a man, the actual sex of being with a man, releases endorphins. Yes, it releases dopamine, but what you are really craving is the same thing that people crave when they're eating the ice cream. You're, in cra you're craving that endorphin rush. And there's been studies that have shown that when people go through more stress, the less willpower they have. So no matter, you know, what you're feeling when you're with the relationships with women, when you hit that moment of stress, if, for example, you had the desire to be with guys and you just haven't been doing it because of your relationship, your willpower suddenly drops and you will go and, well, you know, most likely engage with whatever it is that you've been restraining yourself from. Which is why, you know, when guys are having hard times or even women are having hard times, they are more likely to cheat during those hard times because they might be restraining themselves from doing anything bad. And the minute they uh, have all the negative chemicals rushing through their brain, their brain loses track of their, ego, of their id. And their id is what's like searching after your id is what goes after the things that you enjoy without, con without thought of consequences. You're under stress, that releases your id, your id goes chasing after the things you want. 
you things you actually really want, even though you know logically it's not healthy for you. You know you're not going to be happy with it long term, but for that moment, that is what it wants, and that's what it chases out for. So here's the thing, um, and this is a sad thing to say, but the truth is that you are never going to have a healthy relationship until you get this under control. You can't even have a polyamorous relationship because the problem is that you're not going after, it's not based in a healthy place. You're not doing it for love. You're doing it for a release. And like you're kind of almost using the people as kind of a throwaway thing that you're going with. Um, and the reason why you're going after them is because there's something actually wrong with the relationship and not just because, you know, you enjoy sex and you're gonna go over there and have sex. No, you're doing this as, as you said, as an escape, as an escape from the situation you're in. So you're not gonna have a healthy relationship until you address this. And the way you address this is, this is like a multi-step process. And this is what has to happen. Like, there's no other ways around it. You could deny as much as you want. You could like try every other method before you tried this one. But there's nothing else you can do except for this and multiple steps. The first one is obvious. The first one is you need to figure out how to reduce your stress. Like those stressful situations, you can't make progress with anything if sometime in the middle of it, you guys suddenly gonna like feel like you're on fire and the only thing that will put out that fire is the soothing touch of a male form. Like as long as that, that cycle happens, you're not gonna be able to get through this. So you're gonna have to figure out some way, and I know it's hard and may not even be possible at this point, but at some point you're gonna have to figure out some way to reduce the highest peaks of your stress so that you don't flip to go to some, um, have to do this other thing in order just to like make it through the day. It's gonna have to happen, you're gonna have to do that. That's step number one. Number two is you absolutely 100% without a shadow of a doubt have to find a very strong source of emotional support. And it does not have to be, and obviously you've been dating people, but dating women, and you've been hopefully trying to find that emotional support with the women and it's not been working. But you can think past that. Like you can develop friends and get very strong emotional support from friends, platonic friends. It doesn't have to be someone you're sleeping with. It could be your parents. It could be your family members. But wherever it is, it could be even a therapist. Wherever it is, you absolutely need this emotional support because this emotional support will also tap down on your stress levels, which will prevent you from like just you know catching on fire to, the, and to begin with. And also, it'll give you something else you can do instead of escaping. Because the pressure is building up, pressure is building up, and emotional support, being able to talk to someone else, someone else about your issues, um, being able to like just hold on to someone's hand and just feel the chemicals in your body, that is the alternative to chasing after endorphins. But at the same time, step three is you're going to have to find a new source of endorphins and not dopamine. Again, you're not, in this situation isn't requiring dopamine. It's requiring that feel good stuff. Dopamine is the chemical in your brain that makes you want to chase after things that release endorphins. But you need to find something that releases endorphins on its own, whether it be exercise, whether it be, I'm not gonna say anything health, unhealthy, but let's just leave it at exercise um, and perhaps emotional support. 
So whatever you choose, um, maybe it's going to like a hot a Korean spa, maybe it's taking like steam baths, whatever it is you choose, you can type it into the internet and find a lot of alter um, lot of things you can do to spike your endorphins. But you need to find something else in your life that releases endorphins other than the soothing touch of a man. Because as long as your brain is connected to that pattern of behavior, then you are going to continue doing it. Uh, and then the final process is you need to work through your stress issues. However you choose to do it. I recommend therapy, but whatever you choose, you need to figure out what keeps popping you up to that very high level of stress to begin with. Um, and because this is something that's triggering for you, whatever it is, you need to figure out what's triggering you and to reduce the process. And if you go through these four steps, you will be able to get into a healthier relationship. And it's better that you take care of this sooner rather than later, because you said that as you got older, as you're getting older, this, the extremes are getting even further and further. And there's a reason for that. The reason for that is that you, your brain has developed a pattern. You now know that if you're feeling stressed, the way to relieve that stress is to be with men. Stress equals being with men equals relief. And you keep locking that pattern into your brain harder and harder and harder. You're wearing a, path, a worn path down this treacherous valley. And the more you walk down that path, the more, like the deeper you get into it and the higher the walls get up on either side of you and the harder it is for you to get out of it. And your brain just keeps on making that pattern. Stress equals Sleeping with men equals relief. So yeah, break out of this pattern now as soon as you can. And the best way to do it is by doing those four things, which is figure out how to relieve the stress, the current stress in your life, so that you don't catch on fire and have to be put out by you know being with men. Two, secure a, a constant uh, form of emotional support. Three, find an alternative source of endorphins. And then four, work through the issues. That is what I recommend to you. And for everyone else, including the person who's, uh, who I'm talking to now, I do offer one-on-one -on -one phone support. It's like really feels kind of not great timing for this to come up at this point after I'm telling, after telling you that, you know, finding emotional, uh, finding perhaps the therapist is a good way to do it. And then me saying, hey, I often... I offer a one-on-one phone service, but I do. I disconnected. I was going to mention it anyway. I always do. Anyway, um, I do offer one-on-one phone support for those who are interested, and you can check it out by going to my Patreon page. You can also check out my T-shirts on Teespring uh, and also my pins in the link in the descriptions below, as well as my bisexual romance books. So please check it out, and until next time, Stay cooler, my bisexual friends. Stay cooler. <laughs> Bye. If you would like to support the podcast or just pick up some really cool bisexual merchandise, you can check out my bisexual romance audiobooks on iTunes, Audible, and Amazon. I write under the pen name A. Anders. You can also check out my bisexual-themed socks and t-shirts on Teespring and Amazon 
by searching them for the company name Bisexual Real Talk. But the links for everything are in the description of this podcast. Please support the channel and check it out. Until next time, stay cooler, my bisexual friend. Stay cooler. Bye.